What is good? What is good? What is good? Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? This is your boy, Coach Dante, Coffee and Sports in the Morning. Here I got my co-host, my guy this morning, uh, Mo Better. How you doing this morning, Mo? I'm blessed, Coach. Ready to go. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. We are all set for the NBA Finals on June 1st, starting Thursday. We have the Denver Nuggets, the team that was uh, rattled by injury last year. Nikola Jokic led the team to the first round of the playoffs. Plus, they lost to the, of course, they lost to the eventual champion, Golden State Warriors last night. They lost to the eventual uh, champion. Uh, go to state warriors uh last night but uh, other than that uh we have the miami heat they return i mean the nuggets we all expected them you know to pretty much do well this year but they've been the best team all along all along this year hey gotta give them their flowers they made it to the uh the nba finals they went by they got by in uh they got by they swept the lakers in the western conference finals uh, they handled they handled their business in the first round against Minnesota in five, and in the second round, uh, in the second in the second round, uh, they handled their business in the in the second round. Also, they did what they had to do in beating the uh, Phoenix Suns in six games. So, and then they swept the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. So now they're in the NBA Finals. So they've been out, and we have the Miami Heat, who's coming in as the eight seed. Nobody expected them. To make it to the finals, they become the second ever eight seed to go to the NBA Finals. Who was the first ever eight seed to get to the finals? The Denver Nuggets was the first ever eight seed, pretty much to get to the uh, pretty much to win a, a first round matchup. They was the pretty much uh, first uh, the win a first round matchup. But the Miami Heat become the second overall eight seed to get to the NBA Finals by them. How they do that? They end up beating the Milwaukee Bucks in five. They end up beating the New York Knicks. Who everybody said was better than uh, the Miami Heat. I had the Miami Heat winning that series. They won that series in in six. Uh, Boston. We we normally had Boston winning this series. They won in seven. Good fight by Boston. But last night Boston looked like they were ready to go home last night. So now we got a, a finals between the Miami Heat and uh, the uh, Denver Nuggets. Denver will. Uh, be at home. I mean, Denver will be at home. They will have the home court advantage. So, Mo, uh, first of all, man, Miami Heat win last night. Before we get into the uh, scores last night, before we get into everything and break down the game last night, what went on and why Boston was ready to go home last night, the road to Miami Heat to the title, man, how good was it? It's impressive, this run. This is an impressive run. They've beaten – they started it off by beating the number one seed in the East. They, they, they beat the Bucs. Um, and they didn't stop there. They beat a very good Knicks team. And, and and look, for what it's worth, the Knicks gave them a pretty good series. Yep. They get into the conference finals, and they, they're they dominant. They're up 3-0. And it looks like they're about to destroy Boston. And I, I want to give Boston credit. It takes a lot. It takes fight to – actually win a game four just to not to, to avoid being swept it, it it shows some kind of fight in you then they win game five and all of a sudden you've got a series the Celtics put they they outplayed the heat in game six until the last few minutes 
and it looked like this is another Miami comeback because this is basically what they've been doing the whole postseason, getting down by double digits, walking team down, and Jimmy Butler making clutch baskets late. And Boston won on an amazing tip-in or follow-up shot, however, whatever you want to call it, by Derek White to go to take it to seven. And it seems like all the momentum says Celtics. They are going home. They're going to be home for a game seven. And as much credit as I want to give them to come back and win three straight with everything on the line, and I'm taking nothing away from Miami. Yep. For Boston to come out in a game seven like that, yeah, play that way, that flat, uh, that that that's that's embarrassing for a fan on the outside. I can only imagine what it's like to be a Celtics fan witnessing that um, in that building. Like, you can have a bad shooting night no matter what, but you still can show fight. You can still show, look, we might lose, but it's going to be competitive. We're going to show we get that one, two. I just never saw that from the Celtics no. throughout the game. I thought Miami clearly wanted it more. They were the more aggressive team. They were the more physical team. And even though he had struggled a couple of games, Jimmy Butler, along with Caleb Martin, they were the two best players on the floor. Yep. And by the way, Caleb Martin, and I've been saying this, going back to the Knicks series, Caleb Martin is what people want Dylan Brooks to be, is what they think Dylan Brooks is. Yeah, Caleb Martin is a legit 3 and D guy who actually now throughout these playoffs have shown us he can put the ball on the floor too and get to the basket. Caleb Martin is going to get paid this offseason. He is going to get paid. You can make an argument he was the best player in this conference finals. Definitely, definitely, man. Like I say, I've been I've been a high on Miami. Uh, like I say, you may like I tell people you may think it's a Miami Heat. I might I'm a Miami Heat fan the way I talk about them. Uh, again, but again, it's something about we've been saying it uh, since the start of the season, since the beginning, late late start of the season, late beginning of the season. This team can find a way in the playoffs. This team can be really really dangerous. Uh, this team can be really really dangerous, and we've seen that Giannis was the first one to fall. And I just not noticed this. Um, if you looked at the way Giannis in that press conference after that game five, if you look in the, uh, the uh, reporter asked the man, hey, did y'all do enough adjustments? Giannis was pissed off about it. He said, no, we didn't make enough adjustments on Jimmy Butler. And it's rightfully so. They couldn't because everybody else was hitting shots. So how can you play Jimmy Butler and double him if everybody else is going to hit shots and shoot 50% from the field? That's a tough to ask for. Then he gets hurt. He gets hurt. You know, and he plays game one in, against New York. He gets hurt in that game. But they, the, the one thing I took up out of that series, how good Miami fought in that series and won that series. That game two – that they actually lost, that they should have actually won, because they was uh that's what the size size mattered in that game too, uh, in New York. Uh, that's why I say yeah, this team. That's why I picked the Miami Heat. They finna win this series. They finna win this series. That game too showed me Miami was finna beat them, beat them in that series. They were that close without Jimmy Butler in that game too. They were that close. Jimmy Butler came back. Hey, he wasn't. He played like he wasn't injured at all. Play like he wasn't injured at all. Same Jimmy Butler. Caleb Martin should have been the MVP. Should I understand why they gave it to Jimmy. But he should have been the MVP of the Western Conference Finals, Eastern Conference Finals. 
He was that consistent in this playoff in these playoffs. He was that consistent. You could argue he was the second best player on the Miami Heat team. Outside of Bam Adebayo, who I think is the second best overall player, but in these playoffs, Caleb Martin is the second best player on the Miami Heat team starting going into that finals. He and, outplayed an all NBA player. He outplayed yeah. Jalen Brown the entire series. The entire series. He outplayed him the entire series. And the road to Miami Heat finals, you're thinking they up 3 0 against Boston, and you're thinking Boston going to go out in an embarrassing fashion. You're thinking about Joe Missoula. Is he gonna is they gonna bring him back this year going out like this? Of course, they fight and come back down. They win the last three games because they shot well. They shot well. They did something Miami did. Miami Heat did in the first three games, shot well. Uh so Boston shot well in the last three games. And this game seven to go out and lose on your home court by damn near 21 points. And Jason Tatum, no more the same after he twists his ankle. No more the same. No more aggressive. Jalen Brown struggling. Everybody that got on the floor for Boston struggled last night. And Miami Heat, speaking of Miami Heat, when we talk about in the stream, all my, if Miami Heat can slow the game down and play at their pace, Miami's going to win this game. And we saw that earlier last night. We did see that earlier last night. Boston couldn't hit a shot. Miami Heat was hitting everything, especially – Caleb Martin, that guy was hitting everything last night. The guy, it's like the guy wasn't missing even a shot on the court. Miami made 14 threes. They were 14 of 28 from downtown. They were 50%. So it's hard to beat a team like that. It's hard to beat a team like that when they're shooting. Especially 50% from the three, it's hard to beat a team like that. It's they even were, harder when you're the other team and you, what, what was Boston, 735? Like, it's even Boston, harder if you're going to be that bad from behind yeah. the arc. Boston was 9 of 42 from the three-point line. All I'm going to say is, Coach, you're at home. You're at home in a game seven. You got to show aggression. Make the refs call fouls. Like, attack the basket. Get to the foul line. Like, you can win a game. You can generate offense by being aggressive and, and, and attacking the paint. The Celtics got behind, and everything became a desperate three-point shot. Like, they they didn't play – and they didn't play team ball. It became iso ball. Yep. And – Jalen Brown is a talented guy, but he over dribbles and he was just turning the ball over left and right. Look, the only guy I thought that played halfway decent for Boston was Derek White. I thought Derek White he came was out. the only guy that showed any fight. I, I'm not taking nothing away from Miami. In the end, I believe the best team won. We can get into who's more talented because there's no question Boston, top to bottom, everything, every metric says they're more talented. But Miami is the better team. That's why right. I've been saying it all along. Forget all the damn talent. People, that need to stop looking at the talent-wise. Don't look at, I said, don't look at the Knicks as talented. Miami is a better overall team. They're a better overall team. As far as basketball, playing ball, basketball, they're better. They're better overall than the New York Knicks playing basketball. Because coaching is better. Players are not better, but... The players wanted more. The players play harder. Uh, the coaches stop game playing harder. They got uh, Pat Riley. Of course, he's a champ. Pat Riley is a champion. One of the greatest coaches of all time. Greatest executives to ever play. He's just they the greatest. <laughs> they, got seven, they got seven. They got seven undrafted free agents. Undrafted free agents. And they all play hard. You think they ain't going to try to play hard for a spot to shoot? The show that they're worth playing in this league? 
Matt Scruz came from the Chicago Bulls. They didn't want him. They say, now nah, get on. We don't want we don't want you. Look what he goes to Miami and does. He's a starter in Miami. Caleb Martin came from Charlotte. Now nah, we don't want you. We'll, we'll, we'll send you to Miami. Now he's the damn near that second best player. He's the damn near that second best player. All of these guys come in with a will to win, and these type of the guys that you want on your basketball team. We need to stop looking at talent and start looking at better overall. Talent doesn't mean nothing. If you work hard, hard work beats talent any day. And that's the definition of the Miami Heat. Yes, you can be more talented than them. They can have the worst playoff roster out here. But one thing you're going to get, you're going to get a nonstop team. You're going to get guys who will dive on the floor. You're going to get a guys that's going to keep coming at you. You're going to get a guys that, that's not going to quit. Quit. And you got veteran leaders in that locker room, too. Kyle Lowry, an NBA champion. Let's not forget that. Kevin Love, NBA champion. Veteran. Not going to play too many minutes. Udonis has them. Still on that bench. He's not going to play. Udonis has them. not going to play a minute. He's not going to play a minute. But he's a second coach on the bench. He's a coach on the bench. And, you know, they got a great culture. They got great locker room presence. And them guys go out there and fight. You guys going to go out there and fight and play hard. And that's what they exactly do. So, again, Miami going to the finals. Boston going Boston going home. Boston also had 15 turnovers. Jalen Brown had eight turnovers last night by himself. Um, he had eight of the uh, 15.7. He had eight of the 15 turnovers last night. Jimmy Butler had 28 points. We already know Caleb Martin had 26 Bam Adebayo had 12 and 10. He shot 4 for 10, but he had 10 rebounds, 7 assists. He did it all last night. Uh, Duncan Robinson was big last night, 10 points last night. Um, and he missed two threes. He redeemed himself after missing two threes in game six. They kind of put a, put the heat over. But other than that, the Miami Heat rolled to the NBA title. It's uh, June 1st, so we, we're going to switch. Uh, we're going to talk. We're going to uh, talk about. Uh, Denver's road to the NBA Finals. They were the best team all year long, all year long. Um, this year, there was questions still about them getting into the playoffs. But, Mo, to you, have they answered all the questions you need? You needed to know? Get, get on the road to the Finals. Have they answered all the questions you needed to know about them, Mo? In the, uh, all my questions. Go ahead. I, I knew coming into the playoffs what Joker was. I even kept telling people what a healthy Jamal Murray was. Joker's their best player. I'll keep telling you, but their most yep. important player is Jamal Murray. When Jamal Murray is playing at an all-star slash superstar level, they become a championship team because of what he can do with his shot creation and shot making ability. I think what impressed me though, coach, what really caught me off guard. And look, and I and I admit it, I was most impressed by the other guys. I'm talking yep. about Porter Jr. Aaron Gordon, KCP, Christian Braun, even Uncle Jeff. I was imp I was impressed by the other guys because everybody on that team, the one thing that's great about them, no matter how talented the player is, everybody stays in their lane. Everybody plays their role. They know who they are. They know what their job is on that team. And there are others, those guys like KCP and company, they make the difference. They all play and feed off of Joker and Jamal Murray. This Denver team, it, it is not the best team in the league by accident. It's the most complete team in basketball. And even when Joker isn't giving you 30, 
they can win because he can facilitate, get you 15 assists, and other guys are involved. Porter Jr. is a shot maker. KCP is a shot maker. Aaron Gordon can play the four or the five. Against the Lakers, there were times where Eric Gordon played small ball center and was effective. They're a versatile team. And I, it, needless to say, of course, Denver's going to come into the finals as the favorite. But I, I, I'm just going to put it out there ahead of time. That doesn't mean by default the Miami Heat are going to roll over because they're not. Yep, they're not. They're not. I'm not the planning on Miami to uh, roll over. Uh, I'm not planning on Miami to roll over. They're going to come in. They're going to fight hard. They're going to fight hard. And they're going to give it all they got, which is we'll get into our final prediction for the NBA Finals overall in the end of the, at the end of the show. But uh, other than that, uh, we're going to go on. We're going to uh, get into the rest of the topics right here. So uh, how did Boston – Get to the uh get well. Uh, this is the oh, this is the wrong topic. So let me go to uh the main ones. Okay, okay. So here we go. Should have Caleb Martin got the MVP? I think it, it, look, you can make a case that it was close because Jimmy's obviously their leader. But I really thought for the for the bulk of the series, really, coach, in wins or losses, Caleb Martin was consistent. Like he yep. when they lost. It wasn't because of him. He played well. <laughs> yep. He played well throughout the series. And maybe because he's not the name of a Jimmy Butler, Jimmy got the edge over him. But as I watched the series played out, he was my MVP by far. Uh -huh. he, he was not just their best player. He was their, like, coach, he was their best player on both sides of the ball. Jimmy's a great defender. But the job that Caleb Martin did on Jalen Brown and at times Jason Tatum, he was the MVP. I got you. I had Jayla, I had I thought Caleb Martin. I said it multiple times in the group chat. Caleb Martin should be the MVP. He should be the MVP. But of course, Jimmy Butler. You know, Jimmy Butler. You no, know, wasn't on that team. You know, Miami doesn't be this team right here. Agreed. But other than that, Caleb Martin was 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 deserving. He's deserving. But hey, like I say, at the end of the day, you maybe gave it to the right person because when no Jimmy Butler. There's no finals for the Miami Heat. They're not even probably you know, even in the playoff picture. So, other than that, good run by Caleb Martin. We'll see if it can continues to into the NBA Finals against the Denver Nuggets. Tyler Hero is targeting Game Three as the comeback. How much help will Tyler Hero be to the Miami Heat coming back in the series? I mean, I think that he could help them, but I, I think even if he can re regain um, his wind, because now you you got to get up to speed in terms of your wind and play. He hasn't played in a minute, and he's a shooter, so I'm sure his, he's out of rhythm. My guess is because the guys that have stepped in have played so well, I don't think Tyler Hero's going to get major minutes. I, I think that they'll, he'll get spot minutes because, look, if you're, if you're Coach Spo and, and this group has done what they've done, you don't mess that up. You don't. You don't mess up that rotation. I think he'll try to find minutes for Tyler Hero. Maybe he'll try to steal some minutes when Jimmy Butler goes to rest or when Caleb Martin goes to rest. But I think that's how he's going to get played. He's going to get spot minutes, and I think Coach Spo will will judge him. You know, from game to game. Like if he's shooting well or playing well, maybe he'll give him more time. If he's not shooting well, he'll probably get a short hook. I, I I'd be surprised if Tyler Hero is a major factor in these finals. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, he's normally coming off the bench anyway. I don't think you mess with the starting lineup. You don't mess with the starting lineup. Uh, you keep Caleb Martin there and keep what's working for you. I think he's going to come off the bench like he has, has he been doing all year long. You don't mess with the starting lineup. Don't plug him in the lineup. Let the starting lineup play out. You can put him in all you want off the bench. Think it'll work off the bench. Uh, that way, uh, depends on how the Florida game going and how he's doing in the game. That's who you go with. But um, uh, just depends on what Miami at. Also in the series as well with Miami, if they're down 0-2 or down, uh, if they're down 0-2 or is in 1-1 going to Miami, we'll find out about that. Because Miami, if they go, if the series extends, I think uh, Miami has three home games, two. I think uh, it's two, three, two format. Uh, so Denver will have the last two games at home if the series does extend, but Miami will have three at home as well. But other than that, uh, yep, I think he will come off the bench, but I think you keep the lineup the same. You keep the starting. Caleb Martin screws you. Don't mess with the starting lineup. That's the only thing I will say. You don't mess with the starting lineup. You keep him coming off the bench. Keep him coming off the bench like that and have him run with the second unit where Jimmy Butler's getting the rest, getting the rest at that point of time. So. And Duncan Robinson has actually been very productive yeah, in these yeah. playoffs. You, him, you, you don't want to mess yeah. that up because he's shooting so well. Yeah, you keep him coming off the bench with the second unit. You keep him going. Keep him coming off the bench. He's been playing well. You don't want to uh, – just because Tyler Hero coming in, you don't want to have to all of a sudden sit Duncan Robinson, sacrifice him for Tyler Hero. So you bring both of them off the bench and you keep the starting lineup with Caleb Martin the same. Keep him the same. You keep the starting lineup the same. And you just uh, keep Duncan Robinson going and Tyler Hero coming off the bench. So I think Eric Spoelstra will find a way to make it work. I think he knows what's working for him. And we're going to see uh, by our predictions, will it matter? But other than that, uh, man, Jason Tatum, as we mentioned early in the game, twist his ankle. Uh, was that a factor? In the game, I'm gonna say no. It wasn't a factor. Uh, he still up. He still ended up playing in the game. If your ankle was that hurt, hurt that bad, you will be sitting out. You will go up out of the game. I don't use it as an excuse. It did hamper him a little bit, but at the same time, you a grown man. You out there. You should be able to uh, be more aggressive and perform. You want to hear no excuses? I hear that same shit about Joel Embiid. He's never gonna be healthy in the playoffs. But he's out there playing. That, that Does it affect his game? No, it don't affect his game. He's out there playing basketball. He's on the court. You deserve to get blamed. I don't want to use – I'm not using this ankle injury as an excuse. And I, he, Yes, he tweaked it in the first quarter. He was never the same. But, again, he played. He played He played on it. He gets most, He gets half of the fault for this. Him and Jalen Brown is taking this fault for this. So uh, did, did you think the in, injury played a part in, in the loss? I think it hampered him, but I don't think that's the reason they lost. Yeah, like any, yeah. Anybody that saw that game, they were just thoroughly dominated. And Marcus Smart wasn't injured. Al Horford wasn't injured. Well, uh, Derek White wasn't injured. Derek Brown wasn't injured. Right. We can go down the list. This is one of the most talented teams in basketball. You get Malcolm Brogdon was sixth man of the year, and he, he played like he was injured. He might as well have been injured. <laughs> yep. he, might, he might as well fake like he was hurt because he gave you nothing. Like, so – we're not. I'm not using that excuse. The better, again, the most talented team is sitting at home right now. The yep. better team won. The, there's no excuse. Jason Tatum 
as your best player deserves the lion's share of blame. That's yep. the way it goes. Yep. And Jalen Brown, who wants a max contract, who sees himself as a superstar, deserves a ton of blame as well. Yep. He, he didn't. He did not step up the entire conference finals. Like even when the Celtics won, he didn't play well. Yep. Getting now played by Caleb Martin. He struggled, and I I, I really think that. I'm not one of those people that's going to be prisoner of the moment and say they're going to trade Jalen Brown. But if you're the Boston front office, these two guys have been together for six or seven years. I would say this. I would say everything's on the table. I would say yeah. everything's on the table. There, there's, They're talented enough, coach, to come back from being down 3-0 to tie it up. But there's something missing. Like Jason Tatum is a great player. But I don't want to confuse that with him being a great leader because I don't think he's a leader. Yeah. And and Jalen Brown has all the talent in the world. I, I don't know that he's he can be the second best player on a title winning team. That doesn't mean he can't help you win. Maybe he's just not as good as a lot of people perceive him to be. I I, I said this all along. I think it's some good. It's some stuff going to come up with Boston. If I'm Boston, if I had to choose out of Tatum and Brown, I would choose Tatum because I think he's the better overall player. Agreed. Jalen Brown could be a star in the league. No question. I just don't think he could be on Boston with Jason Tatum. I just don't think that combination will work too long together. I just think uh, Tatum, the better overall player, player, I think Tatum is going to be Boston's future guy that they will choose. And if I had the choice to pay either one of, the, either one of them, I will pay Tatum, and I will try to find a way to trade Jalen Brown. Because right now his value is high. His value is high. No question. His value is going to be high. His value is going to be high. So if you use his offseason to think he's going to want, he's and he was an All NBA player too. Mm-hmm. So that's not that plays a part in why he's going to get paid a lot of money. If he became an All NBA player, he's going to get he was set to get paid a lot of money. He became an All NBA player. So now Boston got some thinking to do. They got a decision they, they got to make. Uh, they can't let it go in the next year, and now Jalen Brown for agency hits. Hey, he's he's on he's he's on he's gonna either leave or you're gonna lose him for nothing. So you got to make a decision. Wait, if you want to go ahead, if they thought if they even thought to trade him, would you trade him? I'm assuming you would trade him for maybe a a, a more established veteran star. Uh, like like obviously, I'm sure you heard the rumors that they're th- you know Damian Lillard for Jalen Brown. Um. Yeah, I think that would be great if that happened, but that's 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 easier said than done. It would be great for Portland because they're kind to me, they're at the beginning of a rebuild. You get Jalen Brown there, you automatically have a young star to kind of like be the leader of that next wave or that next group. You bring in Damian Lillard. The one thing you know about Dame is there's no fear. There's no yeah. fear to there's no fear to big moment. I think Damian Lillard would make the shots or take the shots that maybe Tatum or Brown don't want to take. Uh, that combination could work. I, I don't know if it will. I don't even know if that would be the trade, but I think that you're not going to trade him for a younger player. You're going to trade him for an, a more established, um, older star, in my opinion. Yeah, it depends on who they do the deal with. It really uh, depends on who they do, who they decide to do the deal with. But they, but we do know Boston got some decisions to make. Of course, Grant Williams will be a free agent too. Yeah, him too. Yeah. He will be on a free agent block. That will be a huge loss if he decides to walk. But Boston is easily questionable, running out of a lot of time right now. They got to make a decision on who they want to keep 
and who they figure out they're going to be their franchise dude going to be. And I think I think they would choose. I, I, if I was Boston, I would go Tatum over Brown, and I will find some compensation for Brown if you're not going to end up paying him because you can't pay both. You're not going to pay both. Both right. guys. They, you don't have enough to pay both guys. You can only play one of them. And I say if you if you pay Tatum, then you got then you got to trade Brown. You got to find something for him. You got to find something for him. So uh, I think Boston's going to look totally different coming next year. They they I, may look I totally agree. different. They may look totally different. So. Again, if they do end up with Damian Lillard, I think Portland is going to be on a rebuild, and I don't think Damian Lillard want to be a part of the rebuild. So I think it's safe to say Damian Lillard needs to come out now and say, hey, gun, just go ahead and pull the plug, trade me. I'm not being a part of the rebuild. I don't have all this time. I've been as patient as I could. I don't have all this time to be a part of a rebuilding team and jeopardize my career. It's probably maybe a little bit too late, maybe a little bit too late, like Carmelo Anthony. But the light is still open for him. He's still a top point guard in the league. Still could put it up. Maybe we'll see if Boston is that fit. I still, anyway, go. I still think they'll beat the 76ers if they get Damian Lillard. I still think they they are a better team than the damn 76ers would be. So other than that, uh, what's next for Boston? We talk about what's next for Boston. Basically, we just talking about it. Uh, you already know Grant Williams is a free agent this coming year. Malcolm Brodnick played like he heard. He shouldn't even played in the game, to be honest. Yesterday, he should. they should have kept him out, as they did in game six. He, he played like he was really hurt. Uh, we already know Jason Tatum kind of tweaked his uh, ankle, but it wasn't an excuse. They were getting beat terribly before. They were already getting beat. They were already down early in the first quarter. They already looked like they didn't want to come out. They forgot they had a game seven anyway before that ankle injury. Uh, but other than that, what's next for Boston? We just basically said it, you know, so Brad Stevens, uh, so if Brad, if you are Brad Stevens, do you break up uh, or keep the band together? Do you break it up or do you run it back? If you're Brad Stevens, uh, Mo, do you run it back with him or you break it up? I think you try to keep, like most teams, when you say they're core, you're talking about four or five guys. I think they will keep, t- of course, we both agree, Jason Tatum's not going anywhere. I think Marcus Smart isn't going anywhere. Um, this is where it gets complicated. They might move. They might move Jalen Brown. It would not shock me if they moved Jalen Brown. It it would not shock me if they moved on from Al Horford, who's who's who will be thir- I think thirty seven or thirty eight. It, it would not shock me if they moved away from Al Horford. Um, Brogdon had a great regular season. He was pretty good in the playoffs, but it was disappointing in the conference finals. I think Derek White will be back because he was really big for them throughout, but. I don't think – I think the roster construction coach, it wouldn't surprise me if in their seven-man rotation they didn't have four or five new guys. Got you, got you, got you. Um, so if I'm Brad Stevens um, – coach? Yeah, if I'm Brad – and you, you forgot the coach too. Forgot the coach. I don't think the coach is really that safe. But uh, and then plus, if they, I wouldn't be mad if they keep them. I wouldn't be mad if they keep them. Agreed. But also, you got better options out there too, though. You do got to look at the options that are out there too. Well, there's some better that's unemployed what guys. That's what I'm saying. You got to look at the options that are out there. Y'all look at Monty Williams. I mean, possibility Doc Rivers back out there. You got some options. Kevin Alley out there. Chris Quinn out there. Dwayne Casey still out there. You got some options out there if you all also want to go that route. If you want to go that route, you do got options you know out what? there. I 
kind of like Doc Rivers going back to Boston. Hey, 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 you can't rule it out. At this point, you can't rule it out. Because it's out there. It, 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 it's, possi- it's, a, it's a possibility. He can go and back. Mm-hmm. And he, can have, he can have KG on his coaching staff. <laughs> I'm saying he can put the band back together. He can have Perkins on the bench talking yep. too. Sam Cassell, Sam Cassell is out yeah. there too. Paul Pierce ain't doing nothing. Yep, Paul Pierce ain't doing nothing. You might well just call him up the uh real assistant coach. Yeah, assistant coach. So other than that, if you want to explore the options, that you got some options out there also. But if you also want to keep Joe Mazzula and you feel like Joe Mazzula is your guy, hey. Hey, just keep name him as your head coach. If you want to keep him, no, he ain't do too bad of a job. He ain't do too bad of a job. For a first-year coach. For a first-year coach. I mean, nobody, nobody, uh, I, mean, I mean, I know he's going to get a lot of, most of the blame, you know, for this team losing, especially they did get to the finals last year. But, again, you play with, you coach with Ime Udoka, that showed you how better, how much Ime Udoka means to that team, too. That also showed you. So, Jalen Brown and, Tatum also expressed it, how big he was, how big of a loss he was, how big of a loss he was to them. That shows you what type of uh, upcoming coach Ime Udoku was going to be. Ime Udoku was going to be to this team, and it kind of hurt at the Boston Celtics a little bit. But I won't be surprised if they bring Joe Mazzula back. But also, you got options out there. You got better options if you want to go with the better options out there, too. So you got to explore those, too. But if Joe Mazzula, you got, hey, just go ahead and keep him. Um, but I still think either way it goes, the team is gonna be the team is gonna look different. I don't think they possibly run this team back. I think throughout the offseason, they pay Tatum, they end up trading Jalen Brown, Grant Williams gonna end up walking, gonna end up probably going somewhere else. Um, but I do they do they do think they make a big splash on a veteran player. I do think they will find a way to make a big splash on a veteran player. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think their roster construction is going to be I, – I think that Brad Stevens is going to be very aggressive this offseason. Yep, 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 definitely, definitely, definitely. So we come to a conclusion, the NBA Finals, the preview of the NBA Finals and a prediction before we get into the next topic, next two topics. Finals prediction, Mo. Who are you going with and how many games? This is easy. My head tells me you go for Denver because they're the best team and they got the best player. Like everything is set up to me in my head. Joker's going to average about 30, 10, and 10, be finals MVP. And yet there's a big part of me going, you've made the mistake of going against the Heat twice, son. I'm just saying. Like I, I, I'm just saying. I, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go and this is nothing against my boy because Dez as a partner, as a friend, <laughs> I want your Denver Nuggets to get their first championship. I do. It's it's that time, and I'd be it'd be great for you, your city. So I hope Denver wins, but I'm gonna go against traditional wisdom and I'm gonna pick the heat. There you go. I love it. I lo- I love that pick. Um I said to myself, because I had Boston winning the finals, actually. And I did have them making the finals in seven that they were going to win. And they were going to go to the final. They were going to go to the finals and they were going to beat the Nuggets because I had Boston actually winning the eventual championships this coming year. Me too. But depending on who made the finals, I'm taking Denver in six games. Depending on who made the finals. So if Boston would have won, 
I would have damn and picked Boston to win the final because I picked them throughout the All Star break. I don't make predictions early in the year because it'll be too early to tell. I don't make those predictions early in the year. Who's going to make the NBA Finals? Who's going to be a part of the Finals? I don't make those predictions at the uh, early start of the year. I do it do it throughout the All Star break. That's when I do it. And so I got the Denver Nuggets in seven games. I mean, in six and six games. I think Denver. Like I say this can also hurt Denver too. They're well rested. I think they're strategized. I think they uh, looked at a lot of film. They've been practicing as well, but also rust not being on the court for a while can also hurt them in game in game speed. That can also hurt them. Jamal Murray is playing as well as he could, playing as well as he could. The whole Denver team is playing well. They are. So I'm kind of rolling with that hot hand right now, but. Would I love Miami to win? Hell yeah, I would love Miami to win. I would love Miami to win the NBA Finals. And it would not shock me if they find a way to win the NBA Finals and shock the world being the only AC to win the NBA Finals. It would not shock me. But I want to go with the hot, I'm going to go with the hottest team. Joker, Joker appears to be unstoppable at this moment yeah, right now. Me. Appears to be unstoppable. Jamal Murray's bubble Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Uh, you got uh Bruce Brown coming off the bench. How did you not mention Bruce Brown? Let, let, let me just say this real quick, Coach. As, as good as Caleb Martin is playing, you can make a case that Bruce Brown has played as well. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Brown is a bad man. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Brown. Yeah, you got Bruce Brown who's playing well, just basically almost as similar to Caleb Martin for a shooting. Uh, being aggressive, going to the rim. Bruce Brown killed them goddamn Lakers. I ain't gonna even lie. He did kill them a lot. Uh, Lakers had no idea how to go. How was to a stop bully him. against the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, uh, other than that, the hot everybody's hot, just hot for Denver. Uh, uh, Miami, can they cool it down? They have do they have the players to cool it down? Coach, I gotta ask the question. Get, go ahead. What, what is Bam gonna do with Joker? Like, I I don't know how Bam can slow Joker down. I don't know how he can do it, Joker. I, I, I don't know. I, hey, I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm again. I, I'm picking the Heat, not because I think they're going to win. I'm, my head is going against conventional wisdom. That's what you because, do, though, because they've proven me wrong multiple times. That's what you do. You go with your first mind. What your first mind say, you go with. And when my first mind say, I will always go with my first mind. Like the Knicks. I went, I'm saying I'm going with Miami. I'm going with Miami. If Philadelphia played Miami in the first round, I said, I'm going with Miami. I'm going, I'm going with Miami because Miami have the personnel and they have the ability. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop Joel and B. Nobody's going to ever do that. But they're going to make it hard and they're going to make them earn it. That was what my first mindset. When they played the Knicks, I'm not looking at the Knicks talent. I'm looking at Miami Heat as a team. And how how they game plan, how they stop. You did so, pick the Heat. You picked yeah, the Heat. Yeah, I picked the Heat to win that series. It's six in seven games, but they won in six. I picked them to win that series. That was my first mind blowing. So my first mind, Boston, Boston will win the games in seven games. But Miami have the capability of beating Boston because they played them two out of the last three years, and they beat them twice. They beat them twice uh, to get to the finals. Those two out of the last three years. So I'll also, I always keep a steady head on the Miami Heat. Even though I'm picking the Nuggets to win this series, I think the Miami Heat can still make it interesting. I think they can still make it interesting because they play just that hard. They play just that hard. 
They play you. You can look at the uh, Jokic you know, and say, "Man, how's Miami Heat going to beat this team? They're way too talented. They got uh, they got the names, but when you look at that Miami team, team, Heat team, they're going to go out there and play hard." And that that the only two the two names you got now, Caleb Martin is looking at it, but you looking at just Jim. Oh, they got just Jimmy Butler, but you don't look at Bam Adebayo. You don't look at Caleb Martin. Uh, you don't look at Kyle Lowry, who's an NBA champion. Or Gabe. You don't look at those guys. Gabe Benson. You don't look at Matt Screws. You don't look at Tyler Hero, who's a 20-point-per-game scorer before getting hurt. You don't look at those guys. And like I said again, Miami Heat have all the intangibles. They have most of more. I think they have almost enough to make it interesting and to win the series. But for as me picking my pick, Denver's just a hot hand right now. And the way they played throughout the playoffs and having Jamal Murray go along with that, being bubble Jamal Murray, dropping 30 points, 30 they points. Better. They got better. They, they got just, better throughout the playoffs. They yeah, actually got, they got better, better each round. They got better. They got better through adversity and through each round. I mean, they didn't even go through a lick of a little bit of adversity through the Lakers. They were pretty much – when they were up in that series, when they were up in that series, they got ugly for the Lakers. Even when, they, when the games were close, even when the game was close and when the Lakers had a chance – you're like, goddamn, he go Jamal Murray getting started. He go Jamal Murray. And Jokic is big as hell, too. That dude is big. I see him post up Anthony Davis. I like, damn, this dude is big. Anthony Davis backing him, backing him down, up under the rim. Now, he gave Anthony Davis a lot of hell. Anthony Davis scored a lot. But Jokic did a damn good job of containing Anthony Davis as much as he could, really. He didn't stop him. Because ain't nobody going to stop. I don't believe a superstar can stop a superstar in the league. Damn. He was going to get points, but Joker made him work a lot. He made him work a lot. Then he, then he asked. Then he was already was. So that was my pick. That was part of my plan of going with Denver. But I would not be shocked if Miami find a way to upset it. And you're not wrong from going with your first hate, what your mind says. That's what I always use. I, yeah, would, I, look, I think Miami is – they're so unique, Coach, because they're going to be the first team – since the play-in started, I think the first play-in team to get to the finals, right? Like, yep. Yep. since we've had the play-in, they're the first. And think about this, Coach. Remember, they lost their first play-in game. Like, we yep. thought Miami wasn't going to even make the playoffs. Like, they yep. were done. They yep. they looked done, and they went from looking done to being in the NBA finals. That's crazy. That's that that's that's real real crazy, right there, man. That's so that's so. That's so that's so awesome right now. You know how long ago that was? They who they lose to Chicago? They lost Chicago. Yep. They yeah. lost Chicago. And, and they're in the finals and Chicago's long been at home. Like yep. yeah. <laughs> uh yep, they did lose to Chicago. They end up matter of fact, I think they lost I forgot they lost to Atlanta. That's where they lost to. They yeah. lost to Atlanta because they beat Chicago to get in the actual playoff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, they lost that's, to Atlanta. That's yep. insane. That's crazy. That's really that's really insane and crazy right there. Uh, so we got uh, two coaching hires over the weekend, uh, over this week. Uh, we got uh, Adrian Griffin uh, is hired as the head coach for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, pretty much a shocking. Nobody saw this coming. Uh, Nick Nurse uh, was uh, out there. Monty Williams, you know, Doc Rivers was considered. Those are the coaches that's still out there at this moment. Um Adrian Griffin is the man in uh, in Milwaukee, assistant coach for the Chicago Bulls at one point, played for the Chicago Bulls as a player, 
played for the Houston Rockets as a player. Um, he was assistant in Toronto with uh, Nick Nurse. Um, Mo, what you think about this hire? And it's interesting how he got hired. Is this? Do you think Giannis had something to do with this hire? Uh, go ahead. One hundred percent. Whatever Adrian Griffin is selling, Giannis is buying. Um, okay. I, I, I think it's a great hire too because it breaks the trend of just doing retread coaches that go yeah. from one team to the next. It's time. Adrian Griffin is a young, one of the younger coaches. But you, you mentioned uh, played in the league, was known as a defensive player, uh, yeah. tough-minded. He's he's very similar to Darvin Ham, except that I would say that he's a more strategic coach than Darvin Ham. I, I think Giannis wanted someone who could relate more to players and someone who was open to change and making yeah. adjustments. Um, sometimes certain head coaches can be very rigid, and it's my way or the highway. I think Adrian Griffin ap- approached Giannis and made it be, be more like a partnership. Me and yeah. you, you're the franchise player. We'll do this together. Um, I think it's great for the, it's great for Giannis. It's going to be great for Milwaukee. Adrian Griffin's a great hire because, like I said, he's going to breathe some new life into that team. I think Milwaukee will try, and I'm and I'm emphasizing try to run it back. It's gotcha. easier said than done because Brooke Lopez wants his money, and of course, Chris Middleton is going to want his money. So will either one of them take a home hometown discount to run it back? I don't know, but I think that's the plan right now. But I still think it's a great hire no matter what. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Uh, you can tell yeah, Giannis did have something to do with this move. I mean, Giannis okayed it, you know, for him to be the head coach. So, again, he was a player. He was a, a solid defensive player, solid mid-range shooter. Uh, you know, uh, multiple uh, coach on multiple winning teams as an assistant. So no doubt, you know, it's new life, new blood in, uh, you know, uh, in Milwaukee. Uh, you know, you got Chris Middleton, free agent this year, Brook Lopez, free agents this year. Will they sign him back? That remains to be seen. We'll see if they're going to get get those guys, their teammate, Giannis Guys back. The other than that, uh, we got another new head coach in signing. And Nick Nurse goes to the Philadelphia 76ers. Everybody fan base, everybody in the fan base loves to hire. The hire is great for the Sixers organization. He's going to hold guys accountable. And he's a championship winning coach in this modern NBA. Now, all I want to say, all I want to say, who's going to be the next excuse? Uh, who's going to be the next excuse? Because Philadelphia and Joel Embiid is running out of time really, really quick. So it is interesting. James Harden may not be coming back. Oh, he's not coming back. I don't think he's coming back. I don't think he's coming back. A lot of fans want James Harden gone, but you got to look at it. James Harden, who's going to be the next co-star on Joel behind Joel Embiid? Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. I don't mind him wanting to get rid of James Harden, but you can argue James Harden was the reason why they were in, even in the series. It was the reason why they were even there, even in the, close in the series. He's the he gave reason. Gave you two games. Gave you two games. Easily gave you two games to win that series. And and he's he's got a lot of fault. He's got a lot of fault in losing this series. Game six, four for sixteen. Game seven didn't even show up at all. But also your MVP didn't even show up. Y'all, your MVP didn't even show up in game six. Didn't show up in game seven. Didn't show up in game game five, game four, which is James Harden won that game. He wasn't there in game one. But other than that, uh, the series I put ninety percent on Joel Embiid. 
the MVP. He cried about it, complained about it. He wanted it. He didn't show up, and this has been a trend each and every single season. He has put the spotlight on his teammates instead of himself. He wanted Doc Rivers fired. He got him fired. Wanted Ben Simmons out. They got him up out of there. He, ben Simmons wasn't a problem in this series. Brett Brown wasn't a problem in this series. Now, all I'm going to say, it's a great hire. If the, if the Sixers don't get it done, the next two years with Nick Nurse, who will be the next guy to blame? Who will be? Who will be? What are other excuses going to end up now? They're going to blame uh, Nick Nurse. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good call. So they're going to blame Nick Nurse. <laughs> it's always going to be the coaches, right? It's going to be somebody. It's, it's, it's not going to be who it should be. It's going to be Nick Nurse. So, Mo, what you think about uh, the hire of Nick Nurse? Nick Nurse is a good coach. He's a yep. solid coach. He, he, look, he, he, and he gives them a fresh voice in the locker room. Um, he he's not a rigid coach. He will make adjustments, and his style of play, he likes to play more up tempo, and, which is great. My, my question is, and you brought it up, that's great if you're going to retain the guy that averaged 20 points and 10 assists. Yep. Like like you if if you don't retain him. Who's replacing the 20 and 10? That's all I want to know. Like who who's your point guard? Because Maxie's talented, but he's not a point guard. He's a he's a two guard. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure he's even ready to step into that role of being the number two option. So if you lose James Harden for nothing, because if you lose him for nothing, you still don't have the cap space to go out and get nobody. So yep. unless you can negotiate some kind of sign and trade where you can get something back to help you, if he just walks. You're starting to see. You're already starting the series, the season off in a hole, and that's that's a bad way to start for Nick Nurse to already lose a, a, a valuable asset like James Harden. So, I like the hire, um, but you and I both know if things go sideways, Nick Nurse is the same guy who's gonna take all the heat. You know that, right? Yep, yep. I already know that. It's always it's all. Sometimes it is the coaches. It is the coaches, but it's not always the coach. I mean. Doc Rivers, rightfully so, deserves some blame. He wasn't the reason why they lost. He wasn't the reason, no. probably the reason why they actually lost the series. Of course, Joel Embiid and Harden didn't step up, but you already knew who Harden was before he even got to Philadelphia. You already knew that. It's already something you already knew, so it wasn't that shocking. You should already know. But goddamn, do you expect Joel Embiid not to show up? And it's been all through his career he hasn't showed up. It's been, like I say, I got a whole resume on Joel Embiid in the draw. It's It's been the whole playoff years trend. Since 2019, he hasn't really showed up in, in the actual playoffs in a big game. So, again, it's a great hire, not taking that away. But, again, you also forgot not to mention that the wild card, Tobias Harris, they won't trade it up out of there. They won't. They do want him kind of traded, which is rightfully so because his contract is too big. His contract is too big, so it'll be interesting to see who who they will uh, who uh, who they will uh, trade him to and what they get back for him. But right now, Philadelphia don't got any type of uh, any type of money to go out and get players, so it'll be interesting to see. And you don't have – I don't know if you have the valuable assets, the trade players, because you don't got draft picks. I don't think they got draft picks whatsoever to give up and to trade. So, uh, Philadelphia is stuck in the uh, dark hole. I think James Harden will leave. He will leave. That's no – probably no no, no end answer. But, it, but about it, they're not going to give him $50 million. They're not going to give him $50 million. I don't think they have – they're not going to give him that. But other than that, Philadelphia will be different. Tobias Harris, I think will they will find someone to trade him. Uh, I think James Harden will be gone, so that's two guys that you lost right there. But now you got Joel Embiid. You do have Tyrese Maxey. 
and you have P.J. Tucker. You have P.J. Tucker in there. So other than that, they got some roster restructuring to kind of uh, do. They got some work to kind of do. Uh, Nick Nurse has got his work cut out for him. Yeah, he really does. So this is the last question before we uh, end, end the show right here. Give In your mind, in your opinion, give me the next coach that you think that will fall. The next domino that will find them a team to go to. You know, Phoenix, out without a head coach, I mean, you got um, Boston if they don't retain. That's only if they don't retain. Um, they don't retain Joe Missoula, which I think I think Boston will find a way to uh, retain Joe Missoula. Or, they again, they got an option out there, but we'll put them on the table. Detroit, that's open. That job is really open. So give me the next domino. You don't have to give me the place. Uh, give me the next domino. You think you that will fall? To where a coach is going to end up? No, no. Where the coach? What? Yeah, what next coach that you think will go off the board next? Uh, to get a job, I'm going to go Monty Williams. Okay, okay, okay. I think yeah. Monty, I think Monty Williams um, is a really good coach. Look, I I like I like Monty Williams to Detroit. Um, Monty Williams Monty Williams is great with young players. That that team has a lot of young raw talent. I think Monty Williams is the you want a calming effect over something like that. Somebody that will garner their respect. I think that's a good starting point. Maybe Monty Williams won't be the coach to take them to a title, but he will be the coach to rebuild them and make them relevant again. Okay, okay, uh, what's good, my boy Burn? Um, the uh, Milwaukee job is taken. Uh, that's taken my. Adrian Griffin, that job is is taken already. So the next domino. So don't not to mention we do got Frank Vogel out there too. Yeah. I forgot about Frank Vogel coach. as a head coach. Um, the next domino to fall. Uh, don't be surprised because I've been hearing a lot about this name. I think you will hear it about it after the NBA Finals for the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Chris Quinn, the assistant coach oh, from uh, Miami for Detroit. For Detroit, I think Miami. I think Detroit. It's a reason why they haven't hired a head coach yet. They haven't hired uh, one yet, and I think they will be waiting after the finals to uh, hire that guy. So Chris Quinn. I think that it's it's a trend and it's a, a rumor that I, I actually know from a Detroit okay. source that I actually caught from that I actually caught from. Okay. So again, that's a reason why they probably too late on there. I like they that. Haven't hired anybody, so they're really considering Chris Quinn. You know, uh, when Eric Spoelstra goes out, Chris Quinn is the uh, assistant coach. He would be, he would coach, he would normally be the ones coaching the game. So I think that's why Detroit like taking so long. We got Phoenix who haven't hired a head coach yet. Uh, mentioned you had Monty, you had uh, Monty Williams over there. Um, it wouldn't be surprised. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say, uh, Doc Rivers ends up in Phoenix. I'm gonna say Doc Rivers. Find a way to end up in Phoenix. I think you would get another job. I think you would end up with another job. Oh, you getting another job. Yeah, I, I agree. Think, uh, Doc Rivers ends up over there in Phoenix. Yeah, I don't. I don't even think that that's impossible. I yep. again, if if they give Missoula another shot, which by the way, I think he deserves because yep. he's a first year coach. Um, that's great. But if they don't, like I said, I like Doc going back. Yep. <laughs> yep. I have no problem with the idea of Doc becoming the head coach of the Suns. Um, that is a veteran team. He's a veteran coach. Um, he, he, he he's, he's a great motivator. He's not the greatest strategic coach, but he's a great motivator. I, I think that he would bond really well with um, KD and book. So I like that idea. Uh, let's see how it falls, but I really like the idea of doc going to, um, to the Suns. Yep. Uh, Darvin, Darvin Ham did a hell of a job with the Lakers. I think he really did. 
first year head coach, one of another first year head coaches. Uh, you know, uh, going to the Western Conference Finals with the Lakers wasn't even supposed to be there. Uh, he still somehow he still got a lot of flock of losing in that series, but hell, like I say, he done a hell of a job going to get into the finals. Now I haven't heard no whisper about LeBron James being a locker room cancer or one of the trade players up out of there with Coach Darmanham. And like I say, uh, real quick, your assessment and your uh, your uh, closing thoughts about your Los Angeles Lakers and, and Coach Darmanham and what should they do in the offseason to improve? What's the improvements they need to make? Well, I like, I like everything that Darvinham did. I thought that, one, he established that he was in charge. Like, most of the time, a LeBron James team is usually controlled by LeBron James. Um, I'm sure LeBron has input, but I thought Darvinham, when you look at where they came from and what he was able to do and hold them together, when LeBron was out, when AD missed time, he kept that team together. Um, and that can't be easy when you're dealing with egos that big. Uh, and you're in L.A., and much is always expected. Whether you're even as good as advertised or not, that's a high-pressure job. I thought Darvin Ham answered the bell time and again. And for them to end up in the Western Conference Finals, look, it's disappointing to get swept, but there's no embarrassment losing to the best team in basketball. They they literally lost to a team that's better than them. Yep. And, and, and even when they played well in close games, the better team found a way to beat them. It, it, yep. It's okay. It's okay, yeah. It, it, yep. it, it is. I, look, going forward, you've got AD, you've got LeBron, um, you've got to make some tough decisions. I got to assume the number one thing is you retain Austin Reeves. Um, yeah. You, you at least try, but you got to you got to keep Austin Reeves. In a perfect world, you keep him and Hachimura, but I, I think the money's not. I don't think the money's there for both of them. And, and you have to make a decision on D'Angelo Russell and some other players. Uh, they, they do have their, their mid-level exception. They might have two of them. So they, they might go out and make a couple of moves. I don't think the Lakers as presently constructed around LeBron and AD, I don't think you're going to get the exact same team. I think it's no. going to be – I think other than Austin Reeves and a couple other pieces, probably Schroeder will be back. I think you're going to have a, a, a lot of different – uh, players on there. Their roster construction would not surprise me if after you get past their first three or four guys, everybody else is going to be relatively new. Definitely, definitely. So the three finalists uh, for the head coaching position uh, for Phoenix is Doc Rivers, Frank Vogel, and Kevin Young. Those are the three hirings uh, for the Phoenix job. Those are the oh, three. Doc's winning that. Hey, those are the three, three finals. I just said Doc. I just did just say yeah, Doc. Doc's gonna win that. Yep. Uh, so a higher could be high. A higher could be uh hired earlier at the end of the weekend this week. So y'all pay attention to that. Okay. The three finalists for Phoenix is Doc Rivers, uh, Frank Vogel, and Kevin Young. And I'm saying right now, as I just said to three minutes ago. Doc Rivers will win the Phoenix Suns job, and he will be the head coach of the Phoenix Suns. So, You're right. Other, other, other than that, another great morning show in the books. We got our NBA Finals kind of set. Mo is taking the heat. I'm taking the Nuggets. And trust me, I do. I kind, I kind of want either one win. I'm happy, but I don't. I pick the Nuggets because they're hot, but also. Jokic, stick it to uh, Joel Embiid in Philadelphia and prove why you should be named the best center in the NBA. 
stick it to him. But also, Jimmy Butler could do it too. Because remember, Jimmy Butler, they let him go. They let him walk. So, no matter what, my Philadelphia 76ers, hey, they get to stick it to him anyway. So, other than that, Mo, tell the people they can follow you at. Um, right here on the Empire Sports Empire Network, Coffee Sports in the Morning, um, and check out the podcast NBA Cipher that's up on YouTube as well. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Y'all go check that out. Y'all go check that out right there. But uh, y'all know where y'all can find me at. Y'all gonna find me doing my Dallas Wings today uh, on my channel. Y'all gonna find me doing the WNBA, uh, my Dallas Wings against uh, the Minnesota Lynx uh, early, later today at 6 o'clock, by 6 o'clock today. Y'all know, I, I, I ain't hard to find on the morning show or Empire Sports Network. So as for myself, as for my boy Mo Better, see y'all guys possibly tomorrow. Have a good one. Have a good one, y'all.